Welcome back, everyone. I'm Stacy, and I am Pete. <laughs> it's the We Don't Want to Grow Up podcast, and we are here to talk about vacation memories. So you had put out a question previously to your Instagram following of what? I just asked for any like funny or memorable vacation stories from growing up. It doesn't have to be you know, summer vacations or whatever, but I think that's kind of mostly what I got back. But yeah, I just thought it would be fun to have a little episode dedicated to sharing some of these stories because you and I have some too. I have a few. I'm not sure what I want to share and what I don't want to share. Oh, now I want you to share all of them because I don't (laughs) even know what you're planning on sharing. I might learn something here. Well, you go first and I'll decide. Okay. Well, the first one that I'll share I am not 100% sure if I have not already shared this on the podcast. So if you're a longtime listener, I apologize if this is a repeater, but it's about the time that I caught a shark. It's the story that I've probably told the most in my life about my childhood, but it was just so memorable to me. And my dad always loved to tell the story. Yeah. So it just makes me smile to tell it Mm -hmm. because, you know, he's no longer with us, but he just got such a kick out of this. So we were at the beach in St. George Island, Florida, and my dad and my papa, my mom's dad, loved to fish. And they would go down there and be down at the beach fishing while we would be like playing and doing whatever. But one time I went down there with them and my dad had caught something. And so he was like, here. You know, you reel it in. in. And I was like five or six, like very young. And so I was like, okay, you know, so I started reeling in and then it started like giving me a hard time. It was thrashing. Yeah, I was thrashing. And so my dad had to kind of help me. And then they saw it, you know, what I caught, like kind of splashing up in the water a little bit. (laughs) And my dad says, it's a shark. (laughs) (laughs) And. Hello, this is like probably after like the year that I first watched Jaws. Oh no. So I immediately imagined a great white a mechanical shark. Great white mechanical shark about to come up on shore and yeah, eat me. Right. So I took his rod and reel and <laughs> chucked it into the ocean. <laughs> Did they get this? Well, well, tell us what happened next. Well, I mean, I remember my dad not being happy. And having to like go after it because it was expensive. Did he get it? Yes, he did okay, get it. Okay, he did. Did he get the shark that was on it? Yes. Okay. And it was a baby shark. Sorry that I have to put that song in all of your heads. Now I've seen, I've watched someone catch a baby shark. Yeah. And it was, first of all, a lot of work, uh-huh. but it was amazing to see. I mean, this shark was like, this big. I mean, yeah, that's whatever. about how long mine was. It's about two feet long, yep. but just a micro shark. Mm-hmm. Fully formed yes. micro shark. It's wild. To and see. I was like, oh my gosh, that is crazy to mm-hmm. see. Yep, I caught one of those. Nice work. <laughs> Thanks. Nice work. But my dad always, he just thought it was hilarious. He thought it was both hilarious and annoying. That you chucked the tackle? That I chucked it straight in <laughs> to the wild beyond of ocean. 
It reminds me like a couple times uh, when we're driving, you may have like made a noise that distracted me mm-hmm. or scared me. Yeah. And my hands like went off the wheel <laughs> because I was so confused as to what was going on. That's not not, good. A, not a great reaction, <laughs> but I feel like it's a similar reaction. Just like, whoop. Hey. <laughs> He just said shark, and I was like, no, nope, I want none of that. <laughs> My five-year-old self was like, bye. <laughs> okay, bye. Okay, bye. I'm out of here. No, thank you. Oh, my gosh. That is wonderful. So, sorry, Dad, but at least it was a story that he could tell for a long time yeah. that he got a, a, a kick out of. So, mine is tied to a vacation that was a little later in life, maybe 13, 14 years old. Yeah. but. We went to Disneyland mm-hmm. and Universal Studios out in California. Right. And at Universal, they have this big covered stairway that's like 345 steps or something like that. In my mind, this was like 1,800 steps. But me and my sister decided to not take the escalator that ran right next to these steps, uh-huh. but we wanted to run up the steps. Was this just to get into the park, like from the parking garage? It's in the park, I think. Oh, okay. It's part of the park, but you can just ride the escalator up. Yeah. Unless, maybe it's outside. I can't remember exactly. It's been a long time, but. Yeah, I haven't been to Universal Hollywood. I've only been to Florida, so I wasn't sure. I'm pretty sure it's part of the park, but we decided to run up all the steps and it was devastating for my (laughs) young legs. Aw. And it was a good time, but I was exhausted afterwards. It was fun. Was that like the beginning of your day? Yes. It was one of the first things that you do. I feel like maybe you go through like the ticket gates. Yeah. And then you go up the stairs. So then we're huffing and puffing and our legs are crushed before a day that you go walk through the park. Yeah. All you're doing is walking all day. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Good thing you were a youngster. Yes. So now I'm going to tell you a story that Janelle sent in. And Janelle is an Instagram follower, but also a podcast listener. So yeah. what's up, Janelle? Hey. Um, she <laughs> said, the time my fam and my dad's sister, we rode down to North Carolina in two cars. When it was time to leave North Carolina, we all piled back in the car and left my uncle's house. And by the time that we got to the south of the border from Fayetteville, we realized that we left my cousin behind. Oh, my gosh. They home alone her. They home alone her. Wow. So she said that she was asleep when they left and everyone else thought that she was in the other car. The <laughs> definite home alone her. And I said that to her. Yeah. And then Janelle said, dude, when I saw home alone and people say that that couldn't happen, I've seen it. <laughs> She's witnessed it in person. (laughs) She said we had to drive two hours back. Oh, my gosh. And she was asleep in the guest bedroom next to the bed so no one could see her from the door. Oh, my goodness. That that is crazy. Two hours. So let's think about that. They drove two hours. Yeah. So that's two. They had to drive back. That's two. Mm -hmm. And then they had to drive back to where they came from. Yeah. So they cost themselves six hours. Right. Or maybe four. They would have had to have driven the two anyways. Yeah. So they cost themselves four. Sorry, little quick math. <laughs> they cost themselves four hours. Crazy. Oh, I loved it. But oh she was gosh. like, and that's the story of how we left my cousin in Fayetteville. What a great story. <laughs> thank you, Janelle. Yes, thank you. Okay, so I have another story that is also a beach-related story. But we would, as a family, in the evenings, go for walks on the beach. Mm-hmm. like. 
we would wait until it was dark out and go for walks and we would take flashlights with us. And it was really dark because where we were staying, it was just beach houses. It wasn't like condos and hotels where it was lit up. There was no lights. No. Yeah. So, and I think when we started the walk, it wasn't as dark. But by the time that we were ready to turn around and go back. Pitch black. It was pitch black. Yeah. And so I just remember walking along with my family. I was still very young. And we turned around with the flashlights. And I just remember hearing like a gasp, (laughs) probably from my mom or my sister, and looked. And there were just, it was like an army of crabs staring at us with their eyes. With their pinchers ready. Their pinchers ready. Their weaponized pincher ready. It was terrifying. It was like something out of a horror movie. Because you're walking and like, yeah, you might see an occasional crab as you're walking at night. I mean, that's typical. But they weren't covering the sand or anything right. ahead of us. But it was like, as soon as we had walked past, it's like they all just, ooh, it gives me the heebie-jeebies just thinking about it. I had the same thing happen as an adult on a blanket at the beach, like where you turn around and you're like, what, what was that movement? And I turned a flashlight on and it was just hundreds of crabs surrounding the blanket. Ooh. And you're like, oh my God, what do I do? It was terrifying. <laughs> I mean- I don't even remember really. I just remember that my dad carried me back Did because he? I was terrified. Like yeah. I wouldn't walk. And I think that they probably just moved as they you do. start to walk. But Anytime you move towards a crab, they run. Yeah. That's all you have to do. Yeah. But no, I was so terrified. Most I just... of the time. Occasionally, you will find some aggressive crabs yeah. who are just like pincher up like it's their weapon and they're ready to strike. It was terrifying. Yeah. And I I don't have a lot of memories of it, but I do still have the visual in my head of turning around and seeing all these little eyes looking at me. Yeah. It felt like millions. Yeah. You know? You think for every crab, there's two eyes. (laughs) (laughs) That is true. (laughs) I think. Do they have eight? No, that's spiders. That's a spider. Oh, God. (laughs) That's a good story. (laughs) My second one is one that I'm not sure if I should share. Oh, well, then you absolutely have to share it. I mean, I, I did basically commit a misdemeanor <gasps> of theft. Confession. So this was on the same trip to California, but we had driven to the airport in Indianapolis. And the, re- the reason we drove there was because there was a praise and worship conference <laughs> and there was uh an artist there that I really wanted to see. Yeah. I mean, they didn't do it for me. My parents were going there anyways. Your parents were music ministers at your church. Yes. And there was an artist there that I I used his books and his stuff like that to play piano. Yeah. But um, we flew from the Indianapolis airport to California. At the Indianapolis airport, I went to one of the bookstores slash magazine stands there. Oh, no. And I stole... A playboy. (gasps) (laughs) (laughs) And I, it was, I I was about to say, I think, I know which one it was. It was Pam Anderson was on the cover. Oh my God. A totes stole it, took it on the plane with me. And the plane was pretty much empty. So I just read it in my seat. Oh my God. By myself. And nobody (gasps) knew. And I threw it away. Actually, I, I left it on the plane. Oh, you gave a gift to someone else. I gave else. a gift. I put it in like the, you know, the the pull-out bag in the seat in yeah, front of you. Yeah, a little pocket. 
I left it in there. That's hilarious. Yeah. So a slight misdemeanor of theft. Uh, that it... <laughs> you just read it on the plane. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, that's hilarious. <laughs> You're so naughty. So naughty. On your little praise and worship trip. On the praise and worship trip. <laughs> what was really on my mind. Oh, man. Okay. So Allie wrote in and said it was a camping trip to Washington, D.C. in 82 or 83. Family of six. Ooh, very similar to my family yes. size. My angsty teenage sister got mad and ran away in the Air and Space Museum. My dad got thrown out of Independence Hall because he was still wandering around after they were yelling that it was closing time and everybody out. (laughs) And there was a mini burst tornado at the campground that we stayed at. And I had to go to the emergency room because I got huge splinters in my butt from a wooden (laughs) seesaw. Same angsty sister jumped off while my, Uh. me and my other sister were on the opposite side. I think my mom might have had a nervous breakdown. (laughs) (laughs) And then I was like, oh, my gosh, you know, asking if she had any pictures from this vacation or anything. And she said, I have a picture of us kids on a cannon from that vacation. She said it was crazy, but excellent memories. And the funny thing is it wasn't my first or last trip to an ER on a camping vacation. Those camping vacations can be dangerous. Yeah. (laughs) Have you ever gotten a gigantic splinter before? I mean, not gigantic, I don't think. I have. My dad's back deck, I feel like I got a splinter that went from the bottom of my middle finger all the way to the middle of my arm. Ooh, ew. And it just came out easily and not a lot of blood. So I got lucky. You did get lucky. But anyways, that is an amazing story by Allie. I know. That sounds like such a great trip. She sent a photo too. And so I'm going to share it on our Instagram after we post this podcast episode but i'll share it on there so you'll have to check it out i'm wondering if the angsty sister was older or younger sounds older it looks like from the picture that she was probably like pre-teenage yeah you know that kind of age i'm not (laughs) sure i'm not 100 how old she was but i had an older angsty sister as well me too (laughs) (laughs) thank you ellie that's awesome thanks ellie so chloe sent in a picture along with this so i'll have to post it it says So picture it, 1994, on the way to Panama City Beach, Florida, on Easter Sunday. So like spring break time, probably. Yeah. My friend Tina's car breaks down in LaGrange, Georgia, and got picked up by the local police and taken to the Crockett Brothers Fina Station, who were the only mechanics open on Easter Sunday. (laughs) So they fixed the car that day, and we continued to our Zima-filled week in PCB. (laughs) Zima! But did you put Jolly Ranchers in it? You had to. Uh, Although the first time I had Zima, nothing in it. I no? just drank it. Yeah. I don't even remember what it tasted like, really. But I, I was 16. Yeah, me And too. me and a friend at the grocery store I worked at borrowed it from the grocery store <laughs> and drank it on the loading dock. Another stealing story. <gasps> I didn't. <laughs> he provided it. Uh, I just okay. drank it. All right. My first, like, Zima was actually at a friend's house that was super goody-goody, and parents were super strict. But the other, me and the other friend that was there with us, I mean, I was, like, mildly goody-goody, yeah. but on the border. And right. then she was, like, not goody-goody. Who provided the Zima? I cannot even remember how we got it. Ah, uh, okay. I really don't. 
I'm assuming that the other friend somehow got it. <laughs> but anyway, that's where Zima. we were trying Zima for the first time. I still see myself like sitting on her bed, which was like a purple comforter with wallpaper and then had like unicorn posters on the wall. Yeah. Remember the 80s like unicorns? Oh, even, yeah. Even though this was in the 90s, but still. A little holdover. Yeah. I can still see the loading dock and the six pack of Zima there <laughs> as I was drinking it and working. I just had a big bottle of Zima. Oh, like one. Like a big boy. <laughs> it was big. Yeah. Anyway, so Chloe sent a pic and she's like, I'll share this pic on Instagram, by the way. But she's like, yes, we were all in high waisted jean shorts the last time that they were in style. <laughs> I'll show you the picture right here. Let me see. Oh, yeah. The high waisted shorts and they're <laughs> posing at, with all the mechanics. Look at those mechanics. They are great. It's so great. It reminds me of uh, National Lampoon's Vacation. National Lampoon. That's exactly what it looks like. Yeah. And that's exactly what it feels like. Just like, well, how much is this going to cost? <laughs> how much you got? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but that's great that they took care of them. And yeah. They, they got on their way. I've that's definitely awesome. been on the side of the road with a friend. And, and been ha- helped. Had people help us. So yeah. it was wonderful. That's awesome. So another vacation memory that I have is not really anything concrete, but I remember being... This was, I think, either in Daytona or Panama City because we were staying at a condo and I met a girl there who was close to my age. I really don't remember much about it. I don't remember her name. Oh, no. I know. But there are pictures of us in the pool together. And then also, and I, I do remember this, that she came back to our condo and it was like our condo had stairs in it, almost like it was like a townhouse. Yeah. Except it wasn't because it was... I don't know. It was odd. But the stairs, I remember, were carpeted and we would go up and down them. And we thought it was so fun. We were like (laughs) sliding down the stairs because they were carpeted. And I have a picture of us, the two of us, like going down the carpeted stairs. Sliding down the stairs? Yeah. but like Like head first, like almost like we were crawling down like on our hands. and. Oh, I picture you like supermaning down these stairs. We also slid down them, but I don't know. Anyway, I'll have to share the pictures. Okay. But how funny would it be if I could find her? That would be incredible. I know. Because I don't I don't have any memory other than that it was, I could probably guess the year. I would say that it's probably 85 because I still had straight hair. It was before my perm. Okay. <laughs> Pre-perm. Pre-perm. 85. I would say 84 or 85. And you don't Maybe know her name. Maybe 86. Though. I don't remember her name. And I just have pictures. And I know, you know, it was a vacation in Florida. Would your mom remember her name? I doubt it. Your sister? I doubt it. I mean, I can ask, but I really don't think they would remember. Well, that's a good little story. Yeah. I I just remember it being really fun because I didn't do that often, like where I would make friends on a vacation. Really? Yeah. We always did. Like, well, my sister always did. And then I just latched onto her new friends. Yeah. I mean, most of the time our vacations were more secluded. We were at a beach house. You know, that was just our family, you know. So obviously, like when we were at a condo or a hotel, like I would meet people. But I'm just shy and I don't talk to people. I talk to people. I was very shy as a child. If they talk to me, I will talk back to them and, you know, create a friendship. But I am not the initiator of conversations, even still to this day. Right. If we go to a bar, we're not meeting anybody because I talk to them. (laughs) (laughs) That is true. Yeah. I'm sort of that way. I will sometimes strike up a conversation. You you will sometimes be a social butterfly. And then other times don't want to talk to anyone. Yes. (laughs) Ever. (laughs) All right. So we had a vacation where we went down to what was called PTL. 
Do you remember like Is that Praise Jim, the Lord? Praise the Lord. Oh, Jim Lord. and Tammy Baker. Yes. Wasn't it Tammy Faye Baker? Jim and Tammy Faye Baker. You're right. Where they filmed their show, they had kind of like, not necessarily like an amusement park, but it was like <laughs> stuff that you could do. Was this in there. Florida? No, I feel like this was in the Carolinas. Okay. But that's a guess. I'm pretty sure it was in the Carolinas somewhere. So we went there for a vacation. <laughs> one thing I remember, this is not part of my notes, but one thing I remember is they had like a stagecoach for some reason as part of like this playset for kids, but like a full size stagecoach. I climbed on to the top of this stagecoach and then jumped off of it. And that was the first time I ever really felt regret and pain at the same time because it was probably 12 feet tall. Did it shoot up your legs? Oh my gosh, it hurt oh, so bad when I hit and it, it knocked the wind out of me. And I got like slight shock where I was just like, <laughs> but wait, what? <laughs> Have what you never that? had that happen before? No, I'm asking you again. What was it like? <laughs> <laughs> There's a certain like shock pain noise that people make. And I was making that noise when I hit the ground. I jumped way too far and it hurt. But okay. yeah, poor little me. But we got the coolest backstage tour of the <laughs> of the PTL set where they filmed Jim and Tammy Faye Baker. That's where they filmed their TV show. So this was pre-arrest. This was pre-arrest. Um, I don't remember what year it was, but it was definitely before it. And it was cool. Like, that was the first time I ever saw, like, the magic behind a television show. Because, you know, it was a big television show in yeah. the Christian community. I mean, listen, I, it's making me laugh because that would be on the telly. Oh, oh I, yeah. I sound like I'm British, but that would be on the television while I was at our cabin at the lake. I remember that being on, like, late at night. Right. Before I would go to bed. Yeah. <laughs> I just remember. And she'd be on there with her hair. amazed by her hair and her and makeup. And her crying. She'd cry the every crying. night. Yeah. Oh, man. I can't remember if we met them or if my parents did, if they met Jim and Tammy Faye or not. But I know they met somebody. Man, I wish they had pictures with them. How amazing would that be? I, I doubt it was Jim and Tammy Faye. It was probably like a producer of some sort, you know. But my parents came from a rather large church from New York. You know, it was the biggest in the area and the surrounding area for mm. that time. So they were something to consider. But anyways, yeah, we got a sweet backstage tour. Oh, and I feel like I'm mixing like this vacation up because I also feel like, do you remember like those old timey cars that would be on like the self-driving track? Yeah, we had them at Lake Winnie here. Uh, I feel like us at our little local amusement park. Those were there or I'm just thinking of Darien Lake which is our amusement park up in Western New York. Yeah. I can't remember if it was both of those places or if there was one just in Darien Lake, but I feel like there were some old-timey cars that I drove. <laughs> Good times. All right. Okay. So I'm excited about this because Aaron sent this to us months ago, well before we were even talking about covering vacation. But I knew when she sent it that I had to save it or whenever summer would come around and I knew we would eventually talk about vacation. Yeah. Which we have, if you haven't already listened to that episode, National Lampoon's Vacation. Go back to it. Go check it out. <laughs> but she wrote and said, not sure if you're interested in a new segment possibly titled Moments of Heartbreak Involving Childhood Nostalgia and then in parentheses, working title. <laughs> 
But my whole life, I watched the Nickelodeon credits on shows that were ads for Universal, and all I wanted to do was ride the Back to the Future ride. My family didn't make it there until I was in college in 2007-2008, and I could not wait to ride that ride. When we arrived, there was a sign. The ride was abandoned and had been closed for good just the day before. Oh my God, that is awful. But eerily and devastatingly, the music was still playing. Oh. This was pre-social media world, so this was not a publicized happening. I had no idea and was crushed. I feel so terrible. I know. Oh my gosh. It was literally the day before? The day before. That timing. And the fact that she had always wanted to just makes it so much worse. I can remember the ads that she's talking about. Yeah. And thinking like, I want to ride that. I feel like maybe I did in California. Wait, is this Universal? This is in Florida, I would think. I don't know, actually. Well, yeah, Nickelodeon. It would have. Oh, I feel like that would be in Florida because that's where Nickelodeon Studios was. Back to the future, right? No, it was for Universal, though. I feel like it was a Universal ride. Yeah, Nickelodeon Studios was at Universal. Okay, but I it was at Universal (sighs) Studios. It probably was in Hollywood as well. Because I feel like maybe I rode it in California. But I remember. I mean, I lived in Orlando in 2007, 2008, and I remember when the ride closed. Had you ridden it before then? Yeah. I had ridden it a lot. Sorry, can you tell Aaron, Aaron how good it this was? This is what I can tell you, Aaron, that might make you feel better about it is that it was. Don't a- tell her if it was not any good. Why? Don't. I feel like it would be better to know that no. it wasn't good. No, 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 no. I'm going to tell her that it hurt my neck. Like it, okay. it actually was a very jerky ride. All right. That's fine. But was it very back to the future ish? Yeah. I mean, you get to go in the DeLorean. Yeah. And it's just like a simulated. So, I'm sorry, Aaron. You missed out. I know. All right. You really did miss out. It is sad. I can't remember what they put. I feel like they put in the Simpsons ride or something. Oh, my gosh. In its place. I hate when they do that. I know. It was sad. Like, I was sad about it just because I had, was so used to the rides that had always been there. Like, E.T., yeah. Back to the Future, Jaws. Jaws, you know? yes. Haven't they closed Jaws? No, I think they're actually. No. They might have closed it since I moved. Because Jaws out in California was janky. But you got to ride the Jaws ride. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I always rode it in the Florida one. I mean, and we would just scream and laugh. And even though you knew it was fake, it was still terrifying. I can still see the shark like coming out of the water. It's like chomp, chomp, chomp. Yeah. But when you're like waiting for it to pop up out. Yeah. You don't know when it's coming out of the water. So scary. When it's coming out of the water, it's actually pretty scary. Yeah. And then once it's out of the water, it looks just like it does in the movie where mm-hmm. it's like this mechanical shark head thrashing yeah. back and forth. But, yeah. oh, Aaron, I'm so sorry. I know. It's the it. worst. And it definitely reminds me of like this whole journey to get there, like the Griswolds going yeah. to Wally World. And then you get there and it's closed. And it's closed. How devastating. I oh, my know. gosh. That is so awful. I feel for her. Oh. And then I just had to share like a few <laughs> tragic things that happened on my <laughs> vacations that I remember, like my sister getting her foot cut on a shell and she had to go to the ER to get stitches. She got a good old cut, a right? A really deep cut. So every time that I'm on a beach walking 
where there's a lot of shells, I get freaked out because I'm barefoot and I, I'm nervous that I'm going to cut my foot open like she did. You should have water shoes on. Never owned water shoes. I'm a big proponent know. of water shoes. You are. And then also, it may have even been the same trip as we were going to take her to the emergency room and it was storming outside and my oh. finger got slammed in the car door. That is such a terrible and odd feeling. Like I had that happen. <sighs> When we went like a few days before our wedding to go inspect our wedding venue and I was parking the car and it was a very windy day and my finger got caught in the door and it came out and it was shaped like the letter Z where it shouldn't have been. It was so bad. It hurt so bad. He was like, why does it ghost? Yes, because it was painful. I really thought my finger was broken. I did too. So I can't imagine like little you with your little finger. Jammed in the door. It was oh, traumatic. Had to be devastated. It, I mean, it was just because it was like, I do feel like it was the same time. So it was like urgent because she had cut her foot. Yeah. It was storming and lightning, <laughs> thunder, all this crazy. It was nighttime. And then because of all the urgency, my finger got stuck in the door, you oh. know, with like, I, I don't know if it was my dad or my mom. Somebody closed the door on my finger. Yeah. and. Of course, they felt awful, and right. I was screaming, and it was just such an awful That sounds like <laughs> a stressful situation. I know. Uh, and also, I remember getting swimmer's ear, which I would get swimmer's ear a lot growing up, just from being in the pool all the time. But then I was in the ocean. I was in the public yeah. pool. I was just all this. Anyway, just being in the water so much more, I would get swimmer's ear all the time. And I remember like laying in the floor of the... It was either like a hotel room or a condo and my mom like putting the drops in my ears and I was just so upset. I've only had that happen once, but I can remember the feeling of when whatever it was like came out of my ear. Oh. Well, I don't know if it's swimmer's ear, but I, I was actually, it was the first time I came down to Tennessee and we had gone out on a boat and gone water skiing and I bit it except I bit it like ear first. Mm. And so it just like hardcore jammed water up in my ear. And it was so painful. And I remember just laying on my side. And then when the water came that's out. That's the best feeling. Oh my gosh. It, it was such a relief when mm -hmm. it happened. So if that's the same thing, I don't know how a little you dealt with that because that was really well, painful. It is really painful. I mean, swimmer's ear and an ear infection are close to the same feeling. And yeah. it's all of it is awful. It's no bueno. And I, I've had an ear infection as an adult, and it was so bad. I was like, man, I don't know how I dealt with this as a yeah, child. Because right. I had them all the time when I was little. Ditto. Like, I had to have tubes put in my ear <gasps> right. because I was getting so many ear infections mm -hmm. as a little kid. Poor guy. Yeah. All right. So another one from my California indie Albuquerque trip. Did you steal more stuff? No. <laughs> I almost killed people <gasps> by accident. What? So we went on a hike up a mountain in Albuquerque. I don't remember which mountain, but me and my buddy, we hiked to the top. And when we got to the top, we were like, oh, let's throw some rocks off the top. So we started launching some rocks off the top. You know, we've got six, seven rocks in to then hear people yelling like, hey, we're down here. So we didn't think about people coming up the trail as we should have. Oh, no. And we're like rolling boulders down the hill or throwing rocks. So, I mean, we could have hit some people. Oh, my God. Yeah. That was not a good choice for young me. You little hooligan. Uh, accidental hooligan. We just didn't think about it. We didn't think about people coming up that trail. I mean, we should have, but we didn't. Wow. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> this one is short but sweet. 
Amanda wrote and said, my cousin found a pair of women's underwear when we went to Canada in a bush. Whoa. We also lost the same cousin on a trolley in Boston. He had fallen asleep and he was six. Oh, my gosh. They lost him? Yeah. I mean, I'm assuming they found him or she wouldn't be telling this story. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Sounded like a lot of adventures. Good story. Thank you very much. (laughs) And then I just figured that if I'm telling some of the negative things that happened on trips, I needed to talk about some of the highlights. I just remember every year when we would go to St. George Island, there was a certain area. I think it was called Apalachicola because we always thought it was such a fun name where we would stop. It's kind of like before you get to the bridge that would take you to the island, we would stop and get slush puppies every Ooh, time. really? And I loved that. Rich kids and your slush puppies. <laughs> was it like a gas station that was- 50 cents? Not nice. I don't know how to say it. I always wanted a slush puppy. I would see it churning in the machine and I wanted it so bad. We had a slush puppy machine at our school in elementary school, I think. What? I think. Wow. Or maybe they just brought it in for something special like yeah. at the end of the year. I can't remember. Uh, Either way, the slush puppies were a treat that I looked forward to yeah. on vacation. And then one year we stayed at a beach house that had a jukebox in it. Oh, that is cool. Like with records in it and all that. Yes. Oh, nice. It was so cool and, you know, very retro. And and like, I remember playing My Girl by The Temptations. dad and I would like dance and sing along to it. And so that's that's why I always forever said that whenever I got married, that's what I wanted to dance with my dad to. Yeah. I didn't get to do that. But, you know, every time I hear that song, though, it makes me think of my dad and that time at that beach house. That's such a good memory. Special. Yeah. Yeah. And then also I just remember flying kites at the beach, which was a lot of fun. Just like standard kites or like what kind of kite? No, we would go and get kites specifically for the beach. I think we got the kites at the beach. Do you remember what they looked like? I mean, they weren't like, I feel like, well, there's one picture of my mom that has like a teddy bear and something else on it. I think they just had like characters and stuff on them. Okay. And they were, you know, like this big. Oh, really? Yeah. Because I can remember I got this present one year for Christmas. It was shaped like an upside down U and it was like a dragon. That was the main part of the kite. And then it had like a hundred foot tail Mm. and I could never get that kite to fly. I would bring it over to this big field and like, I wish there was video because I'd be sprinting across the field, pulling this kite as it's like trying to get up in the air and then pull, 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 pull. And it would just never fly. Oh, that's so sad. But I can remember going to the beach in North Carolina and then buying like an airfoil kite. It's basically, it looks like a a parachute kind of. Yeah. And it was so rewarding because it's like you take that out to the beach, you set it on the ground, you pull the handles, 
And then you better hold on for dear life. Yes. I remember it being kind of stressful yeah. trying to hold on to the kites while they were up there. Yeah. Because like the beach wind yeah. is going to pull you. Yes. So that's fun that you got to do that. Yeah. That's definitely like this kind of faded memory that I have. But yeah. I just remember like needing my parents to help me with it. Yeah. You know, and then I mentioned this in the previous episode, but when we would just go to Disney for the day, mm. you know, that was always fun. And I, that had to be so magical back it, then. It totally was. Because, yeah. I mean, at the time it was like, oh, you're just going to Magic Kingdom or Epcot because they didn't have, you know, Animal Kingdom and MGM. Were they separate parks back then? Like you'd go to the main park and then Epcot was a separate park, right? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I assume so. I don't really remember, but I think, I mean, I think it's always been separate. They're far enough away that I think they probably would have had to have been. Yeah. And then later on, like when I was maybe 14 or something, we did a beach trip and we went to Universal Studios shortly after it had opened, I Mm -hmm. think. I don't remember what year it opened, but I feel like we were there in like 93 or 94 or something like that. Yeah. And there are pictures of like my sister and me, you know, and she's like 22 or something at the time. And I'm like 12 or something. (laughs) I don't know. Or yeah, I guess maybe 14. Yeah. But that was a lot of fun, too. It was just nice to go, you know, it was like a little treat, but we definitely, like I said, didn't do the trips where you would just go to the park for the whole week. Yeah, like six day passes. Like a lot of people do. Right. Yeah. Which, I mean, is ironic because then I moved to Orlando and I could go anytime I wanted, you know, but. I've only been to Disney once and it was like, you know, you bought like five day passes or whatever. That just sounds awful to me. Yeah, it was stressful. because I lived there. It was stressful. So it's like, I mean, I did it. I did do it once before I lived there, but I was like with my older sister. It was like the summer after my senior year of high school, which is actually when you and I met. Yeah. But we went like my sister and her then boyfriend, now husband and a couple of other friends. And we went and did the parks. And that was a lot. Yeah. You know, did you get an animal straw on that trip? Yeah, you did. I did. I never gave it to you, though. Right. Uh, I don't think so if i have that in a box somewhere that would be incredible i haven't come across it though in all of my going through boxes yeah but if i find it i'm gonna wrap it up and give it to you oh because i did i bought it for you because animal is his favorite muppet he is i bought it for him that summer but i never ended up giving it to him because our relationship was complicated it was (laughs) now could you give it to me early like i did your christmas gifts for this year sure if i find it Those were not Christmas gifts. Those were Christmas gifts. No. I got her something very special for Christmas and I could not wait. And we will reveal it on a later episode. Yeah, it's great though. So teaser. (laughs) Anyway. Okay. So mine, my last one, we would go on a lot of family reunions. And in general, it would not be to like fun locations, right? <laughs> so I don't remember where this one was. It was like either Indiana or Iowa, one of the two places. <laughs> both like the most boring yes, states ever. absolutely. Sorry if you're from either of those and sorry, Rick, if you're listening. Well, listen, the places that they were from in those states were not the most exciting locations as far as things to do for kids. Mm -hmm. There are great spots in both states. No shade against either of those states. If you're in a fun spot there, good on you. As a child in either Indiana or Iowa, we were out in like the country. And the fun that we had was we rode a donkey. (laughs) (laughs) And I say rode lightly because we pretty much got on top of the donkey. And then the donkey wouldn't move. 
Oh, no. <laughs> so I feel like there may be a photo of like me pulling as hard as I can on the lead for the donkey. It's either me or my sister doing this. I can't remember if it's me or her. The donkey's just sitting there and I can remember him staring at me or her just chewing, not moving at all. What a jackass. What an absolute utter jackass. <laughs> very nice. That's very nice. But that's my memory from that family reunion that's was funny. trying to ride a donkey that didn't want to be ridden. <laughs> Well, thank you to everybody that wrote in. And yeah. if you happen to catch this episode before summer is up, send us your vacation stories and we may share it at the end of one of our podcasts. Yeah, it'd be fun to do that again. Yes. And send pictures along with it. We'll make it an Instagram post. It's so much fun. Thank you for participating. And if you're not already following us on Instagram, you can find us at We Don't Want to Grow Up Pod. You can join our Facebook group, which has changed names. It is now called the Cozy Club dash fans of We Don't Want to Grow Up. We're slowly growing over there. We have some great mods, Joanna and Stephanie, that are helping us out, starting conversations. So come over there. It's a good time. It is. We're on TikTok at We Don't Want to Grow Up. You can email us at We Don't Want to Grow Up at gmail.com. If you'd like to help support the podcast and all of our other endeavors, you can become a member of our Patreon, which you can find at patreon.com slash We Don't Want to Grow Up. There you can gain access to bonus episodes and soon-to-be extra content. Another way you can support us is by giving us a five-star rating if you listen on Apple Podcasts and leaving us a nice review. You may listen on other platforms and maybe there's another way that you could rate us or review us there. So if there is, please do so. Those numbers do matter. So if you could do that, we would really appreciate it. Also, you could help spread the word by sharing about it with your friends and family and on your social media platforms with your followers. All right, take care. See y'all later. Bye. Bye.